All right, everybody, welcome to another TGA Spotlight here. We have Corey Austin from Palladium Protocol. We're super excited to have him. Uh, before we do, just say hi, everybody. You know, uh, if you're in the chat, say what's up. Uh, if you're watching this on replay, hello, hello on the replay. Uh, there, I'm sure there's going to be like a six-word update somewhere that will drop. Be sure to share that live as you're watching the video so you can share your takeaways, and we're going to dive right into it. So without further ado, let me go ahead and welcome Corey to the front. Corey, how's it going, man? Let me bring you up on your spotlight. What's up, brother? Hey, Randy. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, you ready to just jump right into it? Is that cool? I am ready. It's fire. Love it. Love it. All right. So, um, first off, welcome, everybody. Uh, we're going to hear just kind of chat with Corey about his journey, talk a little bit about like the, the human side of the TGA principles and how he's applying them, and also what real world impact he's creating by applying those principles. All right. So, uh, First things first, um, Corey, do us a favor. Um, oh, in fact, before I get into there, quick disclaimer, everybody. What we're going to discuss today is not financial advice, right? It's meant to be just for educational purposes only. So with anything that you take a look at, make sure you do your own research, right? You will not be held liable for any decisions you make. So I want to state that up front, all right? Uh, so without further ado, Corey, give us, do us, do us a favor. Um, you know, give us a brief background on yourself so can you, we can kind of just understand who uh, Corey Austin is, all right? Okay. Oh gosh. Um, so I'm going to start you a little bit early. <laughs> I, as early as I can possibly remember, have been obsessed, enamored with uh, surfing and designing houses, designing anything for that matter. Um, I mean, I, I literally, before I can remember, have been obsessed with the idea of being able to ride waves. And I know this like polar opposite side, but in that same memory, <laughs> I have memories of sitting down drawing houses, like with a skill ruler, um, in my dad's house. And I have proof of that. I, I mean, I want to say I was four or three, but I, I still look at those today and I'm like, how did I do this? It just seems weird. You know, it looks freakishly weird to be that young and been drawing like castles and real elaborate architecture. So for me, I just had this like inner knowingness that like that was, I was like destined. I came into this life, like you're a server and you're an architect. I don't know how those merged together. That was the early <laughs> preface, but they somehow did. And um, even though life was, you know, really good, uh, most of my life, it was around, a lot of people probably relate to this, but around age 13, I started to kind of go down a different path. Like, uh, I guess you might call it a darker path. And I did, you know, refound myself. It was all part of the journey. But along with that experience came a super high appreciation, like gratitude for life. Just the fact that I'm even here in the first place. But then being able to see like both sides of the spectrum, total light, total dark, and back back to on the uh, brighter path again, um, I think has just inspired me to really push life to its full potential. That's awesome. Thanks, Corey. I'm going to add myself back here. Um, yeah, I can appreciate that, right? Like um, life's twists and turns. Um, and um, the cool thing is, is all your journey is all your story, right? So thanks for sharing that. Um, surfer and architect. That's, a, that's an awesome combo uh all right so let's do this that's a little bit that's a brief background on yourself um you surf you do architecture um i understand you also earn uh, excuse me you also own a architectural firm is that correct right so i guess left that part off so now it's made a full circle um i live in Kauai, you know about a couple steps away from the beach one of my favorite surf spots on the planet um so uh that consists of my <laughs> recreational life a beautiful family you know we live uh the, the typical Hawaii beach life. Um, but on my career side, 
I design houses and I specialize. I call them like passion niche developments, if you will. They're like special types of communities that are based around passionate things such as um, surf pools, uh, air park communities, racetrack communities. There's like a list of ones I'll go into later, but that's kind of how my life has played out. You know, it's like I, I knew I was destined for something like this early in life, but I just never knew how it was all going to connect. And, you know, now I feel like the, the picture is way more clear. I, I feel like I know the direction <laughs> I'm going in and it's been validated by all the different experiences I've had up until this point. Awesome. Thanks for that. Um, thanks for that additional context on that, man. Appreciate that. Um, racetrack community. That's, that's, that's awesome. Uh, I'll sure elaborate on that more. <laughs> cool. Cool. Uh, all right. So let's do this. Um, how was your life? So we'll dive right into it. Like, you know, prior to, um, like finding out about the TJ principles, CCA principles, you know, meet Nick and that sort of thing, um, that they got going on. Um, how did you like, how was your life prior to that? And then like also bring us, bring us to the story about how you, came upon TGA so we can kind of get like, you know, your journey up to this point. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, I, I want to be honest. So before finding the guardian Academy, my life wasn't a lot different. And the reason is because I was, um, it was, and whatever I follow another path. that's very similar in the principles that they teach. And so it's almost like when I found the Guardian Academy, it was like I, I felt at home. It was like, oh, they're speaking the same language, different words, same, same message. <laughs> and one of the ones that really resonated for me was like finding ways to better ourselves, to become the best person we can so that we can help serve others. And I was seeing that manifest in so many different um, ways. Uh, one of them was the uh, how the wolf den and Joe Polish. Uh, with artists for addicts, we're all using Web3 to change the conversation around addiction, which obviously I uh, could resonate with because that was the path that I, when I talked about that dark path, I'm not sure if I mentioned this, but it was like a 10 year um, splurge of addiction splurge. It's a weird way to describe it. <laughs> anyway, it's it was a 10 year run of addiction that I was able to turn a new leaf on. But since then, I've become really passionate about helping others find that like hope um, and see that there is a way. Um, and it's not always how it's defined in a book. And I've always said, like, you can't you can't help others without having experienced it yourself. I guess that's an opinion. But like in my experience, you can't just read a book and be like, OK, now I'm a pro golfer. Now I'm going to go teach people how to be pro golfers, too. It's like you have to actually experience that and know like to the pit of your being, like what that is like in order to be able to relay those experiences in a way other people can one identify and relate. And then two, just like have the this certain techniques that helped you that maybe you can pass on. Um, so because of that reason, I'm not sure if I'm going off on a total tangent here, but because of that, uh, like in my personal life, I wrote a book that I'm in the process of publishing called the sea of diamonds that kind of, and this does tie together with everything. The sea of diamonds for me um, is based on a principle, a universal principle, similar to some of the ones that we talk about in the guardian Academy um, that the principle comes down to the idea of every event, person, place, and thing is all connected. It's like you do one thing here it has a ripple effect that covers the whole board. Um, 
And anybody, I think the most relatable way to describe that anybody can think about this, like where you are today is the sum of the byproduct, I guess, of every single thing that's ever happened to you. And you can trace it back. You're like, oh, well, I'm here, living here, married to this person, going to this workplace, whatever, because I met this person in this place. And if that hadn't happened, this one happened, you could trace it all the way back to its root. And that for me was something that really intrigued me because I wouldn't be where I am today in life. And I wouldn't have had the experiences and the same appreciation for life, which is worth more than all that put together. Um, if it weren't for this, this, and this. So the book is called Sea of Diamonds about the connecting of different events that like lead us on that journey to, you know, the experience that we call life. And so that for me ties together with, it's like, you know, how, how did I take the, the principles of TGA and apply them to my own life? That's the whole thing. It's not just read about it and learn about it. It's like actually apply this, become experienced and know know it so that you can ex experience <laughs> what, what I sometimes say, like believing and knowing are a world of difference. It's like just believing it because you read it in a book and like there's this guy or spec that said it is a world of difference away from knowing it because you experience it. And so now when you tell people about it, you exude that energy, that contagious like energy that people just, oh, he knows because it's actually like you can, you can just feel it. <laughs> and so I basically wrote a book about how all those things connect together in my life and then led me to where I am today with palladium. Sorry, I'm jumping ahead myself. <laughs> Let me slow down. You want to say anything yet? <laughs> no, that's great. I, I love it. I, so I, you know, I, I, it's true, right? Like um, we're the sum of all of our experiences, you know, and I think it's beautiful that um, you mentioned that book because I'm, I, you know, obviously my thought, you know, um, do this, Corey. So as, as we, we get into there, because we're going to jump into what you're about to talk about here in a moment. But how did you like, maybe you covered it a bit. How did you meet like Nick? How did you get to TGA? Like, how did you find out about them and that in order for us to kind of get caught up to where you're at today? Right. Um, Pedro was actually, many of you know him as PD, was my gateway to all of that. He was instrumental in, um, you know, a lot of things <laughs> we discovered a lot of things together i've known them for many years and so when you know someone you know on that level it's like you can tell when someone's just making something up and when they've really had like a life altering experience from it and i you know a new page of here 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 along the timeline and i noticed this profound change in him when he started like practicing and implementing some of these things that you guys uh were teaching in the guardian academy and some of the stuff he was saying was just blowing me away i'm like bro this is exactly you're talking my language where does this come from and he's like he sent me one of the brochures or whatever you want to call it the white paper and i'm just reading through it i'm like this isn't just a crypto project this isn't just uh anything this is like talking about real world stuff um it's like one of the things i really resonated with not to get too off topic but was about the whole concept around money. And whether you consider that like fiat or crypto or NFTs, it just doesn't matter. It's like I had had an awakening or an epiphany, if you will, about how money just is a number. It doesn't matter. It only matters at a certain point. But after that point, it no longer matters. It's just a tool. And I love money. Don't, I'm not one of those, oh, I'm going to go uh, hibernate and meditate for months and not worry about money. It's like, but money 
by, well, several things, time, money, and freedom. Everyone thinks those three things can't coexist together, but it's quite the opposite. It's a, a, the exact opposite, in fact. And the fact is that after you have a certain amount, it no longer matters anymore. So at that point, you start questioning things in your life. You're like, what am I doing? What is this life thing all about, really? It's like, okay, I have enough of this to do whatever I want, have all the time, money, and freedom in the world. Now, what do I do? What does that afford me? So if you're not like taking it and finding, not to judge anyone, but for me, it was like, if I'm not taking this extra money that I don't have a purpose for and repurposing it in a place that can, I can leverage that in order to help others in whatever way, whether it's publishing a book or like creating, creating, creating a palladium protocol or something like that, that finds a way to help others or, or like uh, Nick and Joe Paulus are doing with, uh, with the, all the addiction NFT collections and stuff. If you're not doing something like that with that extra money, then what is the purpose? And so when I came in, uh, via Pedram, the gateway, met Nick and some of the other people, I resonated right off the bat. It was like, these people get it. They get that after a certain amount of money, there's nothing you can do with it. You have to not just give it away, but find some way to like put it to use. Um, so anyway, that was one of the major things that really just, I was like, I'm sold, whatever, just <laughs> tell me what to do with my money. I will give it to you. I trust it's going to a good place. <laughs> That's great, man. That's great. And obviously we're not advocating to just, you know, be as trusted. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But Corey, you know, he has a relationship with Pedro. So that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's what they say, right? Money is not, money doesn't, um, doesn't create per se a person. It, um, it amplifies a person's, you know, it amplifies who they are, it amplifies character. And so that just goes to show that like, as, as you guys are talking about, you know, as you're talking about what you would do, um, with, uh, with, uh, abundance of that resource, you know, help other people. It just shows like what, how, you know, how your heart is. So I appreciate that, Corey. I appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> cool. So with that said, so now, you know, um, Pedram, you guys are in different stages of your life. You've done different things. He talked to you a little bit about what TGA was doing. You're like, oh, this is awesome. I vibe with it. So now we're here. We'll be discovering TGA. Um, and the cool thing is it aligns with all the principles that you are kind of vibing with already. Right. So there's some alignment there. And so, uh, so let me ask you this, um, you know, and we, I kind of know, but how has your life been after finding TGA and, you know, maybe you already knew the principles, but applying some of the principles you relearned or rediscovered through it, like what's, what's changed, what have you created? Right. Um, well, I think a big part of it is, is also having those connections with other people who are in a similar spot, like-minded people who um, you can, you know, resonate with. Um, and I think that there's a lot of power to that. Um, just, you know, implementing the principles on my own is, you know, it's, it's awesome, but having people to share that with and be like, like things, I don't want to use the word magical, but <laughs> magical things just start to like come into your life when you start implementing these, you know, I'll call them universal principles, but they're the same ones that, um, that uh, TGA teaches and life just looks really, really good when you put on this new set of glasses where it's like nothing in the world's actually changed. What's changed is within us because we've, we've acquired the tools to learn how to deal with life on life's terms. And so, you know, applying those, those principles and just knowing about them is two different things. And then having someone else to be able to share in that with is huge and be like, 
bro, you would never believe what happened. I did this, this, and this, and then this happened. This is the outcome. Most people wouldn't even believe you. <laughs> they think you're crazy, uh, but it's just the way life is. Things just turn out really, really good. And that's you know part of what my book is about. It's like applying all those principles and then how, connecting all these events. It's one thing just to, like I've always said, life is going to happen regardless. All these things that are going to happen, you have no control over a certain amount of things a certain amount of stuff, but how you respond to it, it makes all the difference. And um, it, in, in the book, I, I talk about this contemplative exercise that I do. And the reason that I even bring this up is because it's like, I can be facing all the challenges in the world. Like everything can feel like it's going wrong <laughs> or it's just like, how am I gonna get through this? Sometimes everything's good, but you know, we always have both sides of that spectrum. And I can go into this contemplative exercise that I do and I come out of it and it's like this huge lift, uh, sorry, weight has been lifted off my chest. It's like the world literally looks different. Like you just put on a new set of glasses, you're listening to the hippest tunes, you like <laughs> have this really good tasting bubble gum in your mouth, just everything, all of your perceptions have changed. All of your senses <laughs> have been amplified. And you're like, life is just amazing. You know, when the song, the song, your magic song is on and everything's just lining up perfectly. And so when I come out of my, I call it my spiritual exercise. When I come out of that, it's like everything is in tune, like a tuning fork, a just um, an instrument that just got tuned and everything lines up perfectly. And it's like, what actually changed? The proof to me is what changed? Nothing in the world changed. I didn't change anyone or anything else. What changed is in within me. And that is what, you know, I use the spiritual exercise that I was talking about, but I use a bunch of others that are all very in sync with everything that's taught with uh, via TGA. And so it's like, that's, that's the big answer. It's like, what changed? Nothing. Us. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Okay, cool. So now, so that, that actually leads right into the next question, Corey, is that, um, so, you know, you, you apply these things to your life. Um, Give, for the people watching, can you give them maybe one or two high impact principles that you've applied in your life and how you've applied them so they can kind of like take this and then bring it into their real life, right? Yeah, so, I mean, I guess a couple ways that I've been applying the principles to my life, which I already said, like the one that I resonated with the most is finding ways to better ourselves so we can help others. Um, the, the one in my personal life, obviously, that I've been working on a lot is writing that book, which has been quite the journey. It's like you learn stuff about yourself that you never would realize even exists. And then finding a way to like make that relatable for other people. Um, a, a way that I've been doing that outside of my personal life, like outside the book, is um, through something, you know, that we're calling Palladium Protocol. Um and, you know, I've always said, it's like, you can't just, just decide like, Hey, I'm, I want to do like, this is my goal. I want to be a good person and do this or do that. Not say that I am that person, but just saying you can't create goals in my opinion and just set them on a time clock. Like, okay, from five till eight, the next morning, I'm going to be focusing on this, but the whole time I'm at work, I'm just getting paid. I'm going to do this. It's like, there's no divide. It's all one experience. And so what I decided is why don't I leverage all the resources at my disposal in order to continue that mission 
even while I'm getting paid, like during the day, instead of stopping the clock. And so the idea behind palladium is, well, I'll simplify it. So <laughs> I saw these two different parties that all had something that the other one won. And I'm like in the, in between the two. <laughs> I wish I could draw a diagram as I'm talking, but like imagine a rectangle, right? And right here is a triangle, it's group one. These are people, friends, family, friends of family, <laughs> just people in general that, that, um, that I saw who really wanted to take part in something bigger. Oftentimes that can manifest in form of like a real estate development or something that's like changing the world, not just a bunch of stick built houses, but like something cool, which comes back to, to the passion niche developments that I'll go into in a minute. So they really want to be a part of this and they're willing to help, but they just don't know how other than what they have available. And oftentimes that's capital. Um, they're like, Hey, I have plenty of this. I just don't know how to apply it in a way that they can help serve any good. And then there's these people on the other side, got a rectangle, <laughs> the other triangle on the other side where people are going, okay, I have this giant piece of land that I had this big vision for, and I don't know what to do with it, but I envision there's something that's going to go here. It's going to be a water park or <laughs> whatever, this cool thing that's going to help, you know, change people's experience. Because that's my, my job as an and as an architectural designer, it comes down to I'm designing people's worlds. Like, how crazy is that? Like, the world you you live and dream in is it, it was designed by somebody. It's like I want to be a, a part of that where you design cool stuff that makes the world cooler, just not a bunch of track homes. So, basically, I have this category over here of say group two people that have a bunch of land they don't know what to do with it. People over here that have capital and sometimes other things and they just don't know where to apply it and then in the middle this big triangle it connects the two the little divide is everything i already do it's like i own a design build company i specialize in these passion niche developments which is you're not gonna be able to google that it, i literally made it up because i don't know the other word i don't know another word to call it but it's like when you take a piece of land that's otherwise worthless it's like in the middle of nowhere the desert of nevada or Arizona or Wyoming or Colorado or whatever. And nobody wants it because it's in the middle of nowhere, but it has this beautiful mountain view, the little babbling brook or stream in the background. People can go fly fishing. And, and then they're over here. There's like this perfect area to put a, a surf pool. And over here, there's 30 acres to put a really cool racetrack. So what we're doing is tapping into this like passion that these passions that people hold, which I can relate to as a surfer. I'm a very passionate surfer. I haven't always had the luxury of living like on the beach basically. And so I remember what it's like to be so passionate about something that you can't even partake in. If someone dropped a wave pool somewhere, a surf pool, like in the middle of, you know, Atlanta where I used to live and they put houses around it. If I had the money, I would pay. There is no, there's, that's not something you can put a price on because you're buying the experience. And that's what it all comes down to. You're not buying a uh, a house. You're buying the experience. I get to live on a wave that I can go surf anytime I want. That's been humanly perfected, a freak of technology. <laughs> so um, that's what I can relate to. And then I started tapping into these other niches. Uh, one of them is one of my favorites. I, I We're probably almost out of time or I'd share my screen. But one of them is um, basically we put a runway down in a field in the middle of nowhere 
say it's five to seven million dollar runway. We bought the land for a thousand dollars an acre per se. And suddenly we start putting houses up on either side of these runway, really nice houses so that people can land their jet. People with private jets can land their jet and pull right in their hangar, which is attached to their house. Um, just the same way as you and I like pull in our garage uh, and we can drive to the beach or the mountains, or, you know, this place is within an hour or two. They can be anywhere they want in the country within a couple hours and then back. And so we'll, we started placing these things all over the place. We're like, oh, here's a cheap piece of land. Nobody wants it. You put a runway down for a couple million. You got the piece of property for a couple hundred thousand sometimes. And then, you know, so say all in all, maybe each lot's $1,500. You want to take a random stab at like how much each one of those half acres is worth after we put a runway in? How much, Corey? How much? Oh, come on. <laughs> uh, between half a million and a million dollars. So you're like, it's just stupid. Like most people wouldn't even believe it. But yeah. that's what we've done. We've basically taken that business model and we've replicated it through all the different passions that people already have. Like I'm a surfer, so obviously wave pools with houses around it, um, airplane or air parks, as we call them, with the runway, houses around it. One of them's also a racetrack. You look it up. There's one in Dawsonville that Pedro and I were just at a, a few days ago where it's a it's a really nice racetrack. They put houses all around it so you can literally pull right out of your garage onto the racetrack. So it's like people that are super passionate about this will pay a premium why wouldn't they? It's like, you're not going to, there are no comps dictating what the cost should be. So basically what I've done is taken these two groups and figured out a way that they can like complement each other. And then we fill the gap. There's a huge gap in between when it comes to real estate attorneys, architects, engineers, surveyors, due diligence, expediters, all list goes on and on. And so that's everything that I already had in house. I'm like, why don't we just leverage all these resources in order to help party like group one and two and turn it into like this protocol that literally specializes in these passionate developments. So it actually makes sense for people to invest in it because the return is actually good. And it, instead of, you know, it, it's so common as every day I have developers call me and they bought like the most expensive piece of property in the middle of a city so they can put a Starbucks or Whole Foods or whatever. And it's like, it should be common sense, but for some reason it's not. Just selling a property for top dollar doesn't mean you're making a ton of money. It's like just because you sold it for 100 million or 50 million doesn't mean you've made more money. The whole idea is buying something as cheap as possible and selling it for the most possible opposite ends. It's like taking the Pacific Ocean and dropping it right in the middle of nowhere in Wyoming and then saying, okay, now your $1,000 an acre is equivalent to a house on the North Shore of Kauai. Dude, okay, okay. So there's a, there's a lot there. If those of you who are, who are here live, I appreciate you guys being here and sticking with us. Um, cause so so stick with us, right? Because Corey's about to tie this all together. Because when I heard this on the phone with him, when I was having a pre-chat, I was blown away. So okay, so principle I've heard. Um, you didn't specifically state, but I could see it being stated. Um, a different way is um, you're applying live to learn, give to earn, right? In a big way, in a big way, and that's like our keystone principle at the TGA, where um, you know, you you live to learn, and all the things Corey's talking about, he's learned. And then give to earn and all the things he's talking about giving back in order for him to earn on whatever he earns on the investments okay so that's the principle he's talking about so um and that's really a big high impact principle for sure so um and the next thing i was going to ask you is how are you creating real world impact and we already got into it right so you're saying you find places or pieces of land that may quote unquote be undesirable 
all of a sudden tap into a niche that's highly desirable uh, and then put in homes and properties along it in order for it to increase the value of that particular plot of land. So where it was normally just going to be houses, all of a sudden now they're racetrack houses. So the, the value is through the roof because there's no comparable comps. Is that what I'm hearing? You've nailed it. <laughs> Dude, and I, I just looked at that Dawson thing. Um, it's racetrack condos. Insane, man. It's insane. You know? So, um, okay. Uh, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, I was going to say, uh, if you want to share your screen, I think we, we have time for maybe like a little bit of sharing if you want. Um, okay. Okay. I'll yeah. do a quick, um, well, let me just pull it up real quick. And while I'm pulling this up, I mean, one major component that I left off, which is probably the coolest part is that what we've done is made it so that you have like basically metaverse walkthroughs <laughs> utilizing all the 3d technology that we have you can walk through these properties and see inside and out so we're implementing the metaverse entities smart contracts like basically taking all of these you know oftentimes speculative <laughs> uh pieces of blockchain technology and making them like actually usable um and i mean this whole concept came one night when I was just like, all right, people are paying $70,000 for a yacht in the metaverse that does nothing. It's like, I see the principle or the concept. It's like speculating that one day it's going to be worth something and maybe it will, but it's like, why wouldn't those same people want to put their money to work somewhere that it's like, why wouldn't they buy something within the metaverse that actually is tied to real assets? <laughs> so that's the whole concept behind it. And so you have group A and group, group one and two that I was talking about. Well, Group one are people with capital and they'd be glad to stick it somewhere. They want to be a part of it, but it's like, how do they even know where it's going? I don't want to just give a bunch of money to a New York hedge fund guy who's like going to stick it somewhere that we don't know where and then give me 3% return per year or whatever. But it's like to be able to actually parouse the metaverse for the desirable property that fits my, you know, that lights up for me. Like obviously mine would be on the side of a surf pool or on the beach somewhere. But others are going to be like, I'm a pilot, I'm a golfer, I'm a, you know, I love horses. There's a bar of horse communities where they have like a community barn and a bunch of houses around that. There's a bigger, bigger picture that we're in the uh, process of doing. So I shouldn't talk too much about it yet, but where we're actually able to put all of these things on one property. So it's just like the, the ultimate <laughs> adult, you know, Disney World, if you will. And so, you know, you can fly in on your jet on the, on the runway, park at one of your airplane hangar homes. The kids zip over here to the go-kart track. You can go race your, your car. The other kid goes and surfs. Your wife goes to the spa or husband. <laughs> and then uh, and then afterwards, you all meet for happy hour at the saloon. Coolest concept ever. Well, how do you ever sell it to somebody? Most people are just going to think you're crazy when we're actually not because we're doing this every day anyway, just on different locations. So the whole idea is, we draw it within the metaverse where people can actually walk through it and see it and actually experience it as close as you can get to experiencing it. And uh, and then they know where their money's going. They can actually pick what they want to invest in, kind of like investing uh, or kind of like um, zooming around, uh, what do you call it, Zillow or something, picking which houses fit your desires. Um, and then on the other side, you group two who have these massive pieces of land that are like, hey, I have land. I don't know what to do with it. Okay, well, let's enter it into our metaverse, like draw it. We actually use the topography, the actual topography, 
topography that matches the land. And we insert the lakes and the mountain views and everything. So when you're walking around, you're like, oh, okay, I see why this piece of land would be desirable. It has a mountain right there, a, a racetrack over to my right, 500 yards to the uh, runway. It's like they can actually know what, where their money's going into. And then the people of the property can showcase their land. And so the, the two can partner up and know like who, who's bringing what to the table. It's totally transparent because it's on the blockchain. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. No, I, I love that. I love And so what I love to do is um, have you just, right? Because now I feel like the cool thing is we're starting to tease at what everything is, right? There's a whole bunch of hints you've been dropping, uh, a whole bunch of context clues. So really, mm -hmm. what is what is Palladium Protocol? Let me ask you that because that's, you know, that's what we we uh, we have uh, introduced you as, right? Founder, co-founder of uh, Palladium Protocol. So how does this all tie in to that? And how does it tie into the blockchain? Right. Okay. So I'm not going to go too deep into the technicals, but if it'll let me share, I'll give you a quick um, rundown. Let's see. Hopefully this works. Are you seeing the future of real estate pop up on your screen? Yes, I do. Okay. So here's the website. It's pretty simple. PD protocol. So the abbreviation for palladium. Uh, you'll you know you can scroll down here this um basically will show you different stars that light up for each of the developments that we already have locked down when new ones go up then you'll see them um this <laughs> is what we're calling palladium island it's basically this is a palladium stone with different uh properties that we already um either own or have partnerships with that we're starting to develop so you can check out each one of them um, there's a white paper that explains everything, so it'd be way more clear than me trying to go through it all on this call. But if you just click right here, let's see. Just, there we go. So this is actually an example of one of the ones we are instrumental in building. Um, it's called Alpine Air Park. Um, as you can see, it's like a neighborhood where you drive down the road in your jet, same way as most people would in their car that you pull in your garage. This, you know, kind of gives you an introduction on what we're doing, what we're about, the different types of developments that we've found to be the most lucrative as far as like ROI. Um, and, you know, basically what we're doing in order to make this possible, which is, uh, you know, you basically buy a PDM membership um, NFT, which gives you access to this whole platform. It's like buying your Costco card. <laughs> Once you're in there, you have access um, to all these properties. You'll see kind of like an aerial map where you can click on each one, see what it has to offer. This is like the racetrack. This is a wave pool, air ranch, you know, like, like this is a, see right here, it says before and after. So once you're in there, you can choose which ones you want to invest in individually, or if you have a piece of land and you want to be on the flip side of it and, and uh, propose that we help develop your land and other people can help fund your project. So um, you basically, you know, I want to get all, into all the technicals, but you receive an NFT representation of that piece of land um, that you hold. And then it basically is how you, it's your uh, coat ticket in order to get the money once the property sells. Um, and so this down here is kind of like, you just it last 50 pages or so or different examples of ones that we've done and these are your this is your artwork right this is not yeah yeah stuff. so this is all 
And these actually are all, these are ones that we have built, but these are all rendering renditions of this. So you can imagine before it was built, this is what you'd be able to see. Like you, you would be able to know exactly what we're getting into before it's ever built. Um, and this is the view that you see in the background. I could just show you the real life photos of this. You can't really tell a difference. <laughs> I like this one. You can see the jet right here. Um, so basically, you know, once it's within the metaverse, you know, fully developed, you can walk around this, you know, every room inside and out. But even before then, like the preconceptual um, renderings would show people kind of like what's coming so that they know like, hey, I might want to <laughs> set an alert on this property. So once it pops up, I can have a piece of this. Um, and of course, these are all conceptuals that, you know, whoever buys the property is welcome to come change like they might see this and say hey i love this but i want it this color or this they could totally change the house but the idea is the money factor doesn't change it's like we bought the land for a thousand we're reselling it to him for five hundred thousand you know we're building it at Wait, this what? cost per square foot we're Wait, selling what? you said thousand to, to five hundred thousand well said, that's that's the whole concept so this Why? this property was bought for like a thousand dollars an acre it was like a big track of land that was I think it was like, you know, 160 acres and it was purchased around around $1,000 per acre. And this is like a, the, the house that this is on is 0.6 acres and it sold for like 750. So I say between 500 and a million, it depends on how close to the uh, runway it is. So this is, this is the construction of the one that you were just looking at. And so you can see the potential now, right? It's oh, yeah. to, this is real life stuff. Not like people are willing to buy stuff in the metaverse that, that, you know, this is something that's real that you can go out and touch and walk through and and you have a piece of that. Like when it when it sells, you basically have a percentage of that entire upside. Wild. That's wild. So anyway, I, I'll let everyone go to the website and check this out for themselves. But it basically each one of these is a different niche. So the one we just looked at was the uh the air park. This one is a racetrack we're working on that um basically you know same concept <laughs> put these loss on there it's right on the racetrack so they can just pull their their car out be right on the racetrack this is a surf develop uh, a surf resort that's right on the beach um this is a surf pool that i'm not allowed to uh tell the the location of yet <laughs> but that's that's the the basic breakdown and dude i mean I can. So yeah, it's see if I can get out of this thing. Anyway, stop sharing. So yeah, PD protocol. Um, you can go there. I think the most important thing, you know, some people this will some people will connect with this and some people won't, but um if you're at all interested, I encourage you just if it lights up for you, go to the website and just subscribe. It's really easy. You know, you just go to PD protocol and you'll see a big button. Just put your email in. I'm, I assure you, we don't bombard you with emails, but it basically gives you updates when things are coming. And it also, you'll be the first to know like when it becomes public, which is supposed to be in about 30 days. So um, there's about 2000 NFT membership NFTs that will be released. So, you know, if you're interested, that'll allow you to be like the first um, in on that, basically like a pre-sale. Awesome. Oh, that's wonderful, man. And you know, I, here's the thing. I know how we get caught up in the tech because the tech is pretty sweet. So I appreciate you keeping it succinct and letting people discover it for themselves. So thanks for that, Corey. Um, Absolutely. 
yeah, as we come to the end of this call, um, is there anything else that you'd like to kind of just share and help us wrap up with? Any takeaways or anything, any, um, you know, I guess, words of wisdom you want to just kind of impart on us before we, we get going here? Mm, words of wisdom. I mean, uh, the only thing I've, I've always tried to live by is just doing what you love. <laughs> I, I used to be really good friends with a guy that uh, owned a giant taxi company. And if you've seen a yellow cab driving around, then you probably know who he is uh, or, you know, what company I'm talking about. But uh, he he made more money than God. And he just told me one day he was like, Corey, if you ever have to use an alarm clock in the morning, you're wasting your life. And it, like, I literally remember a tear coming in his eye as he's telling me this. He was like, if you need an alarm clock, if you don't bust out of bed in the morning, because whatever you're doing in life doesn't just excite you more than anything, then you're wasting your life. Do something that you love. Do something that you're passionate about. That excitement and that passion is just going to flood and become contagious to anyone around you within a 10 mile radius. And that's the stuff that's going to change the world. If you're not doing something that you love, it's always going to be like you're working. If you do something you love, whether you're working or not, it's never work. The, the money is just the byproduct. Do something that you love, that's helping other people, whatever it is that lights up for you. And just keep your eye on the big goal. Whatever happens in the background is just, you can't do all those things and not make money. So just forget about the money concept. <laughs> another guy, last thing I'll say, another guy that I really respect, who was like kind of a mentor early on, he, he told me, someone told him the first million dollars you ever make will be the hardest one. But after that, the two million is the easiest one. So he was like, oh, it's easy. I just went for two million because he said that was the easy one. So he just, he was like, I hit one million just, flew by it didn't even realize i had a million and because uh, my goal was set so much bigger and that i think that kind of ties together with the whole principle of you know keep your eye on the big picture like what is this doing to change the world or to help others or whatever it is it's your goal maybe that's not your goal but that's that's mine and so it's like keep your eye on that and the money will take care of itself you won't feel like you're waking up dreading your life every day it's like you're going to do something that makes that makes you happy you do whether someone is paying you or not Dude, I, I really appreciate that, um, especially the, the the thing about the alarm clock. That's, that's pretty cool, Corey. That's pretty cool, man. More alarm clocks, Randy. <laughs> well, hey, listen, Um, I wanted to thank you, Corey, for sharing with us. I know there's a lot to pack in within 45 minutes, so thank you for doing so. Um, You know, uh, I'm, I'm really excited for Palladium Protocol to, to officially launch and be out there. So thanks for sharing with us, man. I really appreciate that. Oh, thank you. Thank you for everything you guys have done to help support uh, Nick and Peter and, and Randy and and everybody. The, super grateful for everything. Right on, Corey. Thanks so much, man. So um, with that said, folks, thanks for joining us here inside of our TGA Spotlights. Um, another one down. Uh, we'll have more scheduled. So thanks for being here. Uh, let's keep a lookout on the, uh, the Discord or the Twitter uh, for some of those announcements. Thank you again to Corey Austin of Palladium Protocol for sharing with us uh, some of that cool stuff that he's developing, what he's taken from, uh, you know, the TGA principles and applied it to the real world, especially the concept of live to learn, give to earn. Uh, I thought that was really um, awesome and uh, really insightful. And with that said, everybody, thanks for being here. We'll put the replay up as soon as it's done rendering. So thank you very much. See you guys later. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Garden Academy podcast. Hope it was helpful. If so, do us a favor, subscribe, leave us a review. Now remember, live to learn, give 
to earn. Reflect on and wrestle with any new ideas that you heard in this episode, and then turn around and share your experience with others. Remember, many of the audio files were pulled from video and turned into articles in our Knowledge Center, which you can access for free. There will be a link in the description. If you want to stay in the loop and hear more about what our members, our partners, and the community is doing, both in the real world and the Web3 world, check out our friends at Inside the Den podcast. Not only are they great dudes, they're highlighting and interviewing the movers and the shakers, and they helped us set up this podcast to be simple, helpful, and fun.